0: Welcome back to the second last episode of Movie Babbles Road to the 2021 Oscars. Obviously, um, we got the Oscars coming up this week. It's a very, very important week, so we're going to be going by uh, and through all the categories and doing some of our predictions this week. As always, I'm joined by Nick. How's it going, Nick? Brennan, hello. I have no witty remarks for you, but it's good to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's always a good time. But we got a new uh, guest on today, a very special guest. Uh, we got uh, YouTube's very own the Film Drunk. How's it going?
1: what's going on thanks for thanks for having me
0: awesome um yeah it, it's great it's great now we got the trio uh we got we got a big minari guy here so uh that's always <laughs> Two good big alan minari kim guys. yeah <laughs> I um well, i guess you're yeah. a minari guy too brendan right oh yeah no certainly all right certainly. so we got
1: three we're good we're good yeah. no certainly. minari slander while i'm here <laughs> no i won't take it none
0: none none at all um so we're essentially going to go through each category and around the horn give our uh, predictions and then also what we'd like to see win, so let's jump right into it starting with best visual effects so we got love and monsters the midnight sky mulan the one and only ivan and tenet um personally this was an interesting category for me i think some of the movies i really was rooting for to land here didn't i think invisible man was one that i early on in the season wanted to see get that weird nomination here but it just couldn't get in um but ultimately, I enjoy Tenant and I want to see it get something. So I'm gonna hope Tenant wins there. Uh, how about you, Nick?
2: Yeah, I hope Tenant wins. Just, uh, just nothing. Just no one—the one and the only Ivan. That would be dumb. I'm good with <laughs> anything else. <laughs> I don't Damn, know. You didn't like I don't the gorilla? Know. I just watched this week. I had an irrational hate to it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Damn.
2: But yeah, I'm hoping for Tenant.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I. Yes. I'm hoping for tenant too. I mean, I truth, truth be told, I really don't care about this. I don't feel too strongly. I've seen all of them. I think they're all pretty good, but I, I would, I would go for tenant. Yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah. You know, going back to one and only Ivan, I'm a huge uh, planet of the apes fan, right? As we all know. And uh, they never won a visual effects Oscar. So if one and only Ivan won, I'd be absolutely <laughs> cheese. I'd be like, no. Uh, that apes.
1: <laughs> yeah. That'd be rough it,
0: in the wrong way. I mean, you, they're, they're giving it to this, but not that, but you know, if there's any surprise upside here, I'd probably say midnight sky, but love and monsters seems to be gaining some traction. Everyone that watches it says it's good. I haven't checked it out, but
1: it's fine. Yeah, I think fine. the visual yeah. effects are pretty good, but like if they don't give it to like an MCU movie for their visual effects, I can't see them giving it to love and monsters. Fair take.
2: Yeah. It's always the, the, the Academy always does. It's, it's always the movie that sounds the, the least dumb. On the letter, yeah, exactly. Or like on the ballot, so exactly. I'll go tenant there. So, yep,
0: yeah. So, I guess we'll run through the predictions. I'm predicting tenant as well. Same, yeah. I got tenant, yeah.
1: Yep, the but BAFTA sealed a, it for me,
0: yeah. It's a pretty straightforward one. Um, so we'll move on now to best film editing, which is one that we might see some surprises in. Um, so we got the father, Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, uh, Sound of Metal, and the trial of the Chicago Seven. So, obviously. Uh, early on in the season, I think I was thinking trial and then slowly sound of metal started winning at places, but then I think trial won the ACE Eddie award right last week. So that kind of put them back into the race and, you know, I just can't see trial going over seven. So I'm going to predict trial here personally. How about you, Nick?
2: Yeah, I don't want trial to get anything, but that's just me. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What I want to know, I'm going to go to the father
0: though, big time. The Father that's the best editing of the year for me. bar yeah. no.
2: What I want These to win is, not. Yeah, what I want to win is The Father. That's my cho- the choice there. Or Sound Metal, but probably The Father. Yeah, my that's funny. I just watched The Father
1: like an hour ago with my parents because they wanted to see it for some reason. So that would also be my personal pick for editing, even though honestly, I do actually like Chicago 7's editing. I know it has the most, which in a lot of cases doesn't translate to good but I actually think it's pretty well done, but I would, I would go with the father for my personal
0: pick. Yeah. Um, as I already alluded to, uh, I think trial is probably going to win here.
2: Yeah, I'm torn. I mean, if you look at gold derby, the, the betting odds are pretty pretty close between Sentimental and trial. So it's almost a toss-up at this point, but um, trial winning the ace 70 awards, I think I got to go with trial here is, the, is my projection.
1: Agreed. I, I'm going to trial. Got to be honest, I, I'm a little confused about the sound of metal like winning a bunch of things. No, no disrespect intended, but it's just such not an academy pick for editing that I'm, I was confused when it won, like Bath and stuff, but I'm going to trial.
0: Yeah, it's not a film that kind of screams editing, right? Like when, when I first right. watched it, I wouldn't have expected it to go this far at all. And the fact that it's winning such big awards for editing is kind of surprising to me i know a lot of people talk about the whiplash narrative right like it's the drummer it kind of like makes people think that i don't know if i 100 percent buy into that maybe a little bit but uh it, it it was really weird that it gained traction for me not that the editing is bad but it's just not right. a traditional oscar pick
1: i think they're mixing like like how good the sound editing is and mixing and with like just editing and if honestly if if this movie didn't have a drummer i don't know i don't know if it'd be here yeah just playing i like sonic metal i am <laughs> i like, I like
0: metal. it's
2: really good yeah i really like the movie i'm kind of with you guys too as well um i think it's it's doing some more subtle stuff but yeah it's kind of surprising that uh, the academy is recognizing it or at least all the guilds are at this point so yeah
0: yeah and you know it, it it kind of screams to me one of those categories where there's just kind of that kind of that overlap love like i think back to joker last year one score and then it got into both sound categories. And I was thinking maybe that was like yeah, love of the sound of the movie kind of made it push over that. Maybe it's a similar thing here. We'll see what happens though. So we'll jump into costume design. Now Uh, we got Emma, uh, Ma Rainey's black bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Pinocchio was a surprise one here. Certainly. Um, I was rooting for birds of prey to get a nomination, uh, but it is what it is. Um, So just looking at these, honestly, uh, my personal pick is Emma. I think the costumes are great in the movie and it'd be nice to see that film get a little bit of recognition here
2: yeah, I love Emma and I think the 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 costumes and the dresses are one of the best reasons like it's mixing like this really goofy, irreverent humor with the very proper uh, upper class stuff and I think the dresses do a lot of that work for it uh, so I love Emma and I that would be my personal pick yeah I we're,
1: we're all in agreement so far. I mean, I, I, was also so Emma. <laughs> I, I almost want to mix it up, but I, I would go with Emma. I, I tried watching Emma. I watched like 20 minutes and then I realized I wasn't really paying attention. So I just stopped, but the costumes are really good. I'm surprised that Ma Rainey has just kind of walked away with this category.
0: No, me too. I think at the beginning of the season, I was very much thinking Emma would go all the way, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe just not a lot of people are watching it right like maybe it's just a movie that isn't reaching as as many people as obviously Ma Rainey being a Netflix film and just how popular it was with not only Chadwick and Viola Davis as well maybe that's just a movie that's kind of getting the reach so that's probably why it's kind of running away with it but yeah it was certainly surprising to see it run away and that's why I'm gonna slot it in as my prediction uh
2: for for best costume winner yeah I'm going to keep the train roll. I'm doing the exact same thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. I think one of the tough things with Emma was it was a pre pandemic movie and it's release was, uh, it just got released to have, like, it stopped, you know, cause they had theaters closed and whatnot. So it was one of the first movies on premium VOD back in March. So I feel like that's kind of, it's been, it's been uh, doing an uphill battle ever since. So yeah, for that, going my rainy.
1: Yep. Same. Later. No, nothing more to add.
0: I think it's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll move on now to makeup and hair, which is probably even more of a Ma Rainey locked than costume. But anyway, yeah. so we jump in with uh, Emma, uh, Hillbillyology, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. Obviously, people were rooting for Pinocchio to get in just because of those still images that went all over Twitter. And yep. it did get in. So there you go. So it gets in. Um, who I'd like to see win, honestly? Pinocchio. That'd be fun. Like I haven't even watched no. this movie, but no. like, <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd love for them to open the, uh, open the envelope and it's Pinocchio. That'd be great.
2: But, uh,
0: yeah, so that's, that's gotta be my pick.
2: That's what I want. I, I hate you so much. Uh, I just watched Pinocchio today actually in preparation for this pod and I hated it so much. Uh, <laughs> um, it's not, I'm, I'm going to throw out a crazy uh, movie here. It, it gave me cats flashbacks, not, to that level. So I'm going to say, I threw that out there, but not that much. Um, because I'll just, a lot of it's off-putting to me and Mm. it's like the screen is covered with these very humanoid looking, um, creatures and they're all very, uh, concerning looking. And it was just, it was an eyesore for me. There's a, there's a humanoid tuna in this movie that will give (laughs) me nightmares for, uh, for years. So, uh, Nothing but Pinocchio. No Pinocchio, please. Um, in terms of what I want to win, um, also no hillbillyology. That's my other one, my other uh, <laughs> yeah. villain in this category. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going Ma Rainey. I think it's great, and it's one of the reasons why Viola Davis's uh, character works so well. Hmm. Yeah, I mean Ma Rainey is really good.
1: Um, <laughs> if if anyone watches like my videos, there, I've kind of been amazed at Pinocchio because obviously I have not seen the movie. Maybe I would feel like how Nick does if I watched it, but just from those oh, images, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. I would just from those images. I was like, Holy shit. I was like, this is, that's like pretty amazing. So I've stuck to it. So I, I have no reason to change now. Cause I haven't seen it. I'm not planning to my personal pick. would <laughs> be Yeah.
2: But then you see the move and it's a whole nother game guys. It's I'm just, sure. it's, it's rough
1: it's, sure. for me. It was,
2: it was, it wasn't it for me. No, it ain't it. Uh, uh, so for for just actual prediction, I think,
0: are we all in agreement, Maureen, across the board here? Yeah. Lock. Yeah. Lock. Uh, so we'll move on to cinematography, which a little bit of a curveball in this category last week, and we'll talk about that. But Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, and Trial of the Chicago 7. For the whole season, this was like a category that was like one of the most locked. And then suddenly yeah. last week, the cinematographer guild gave it to Mank which kind of threw things off a little, but I'm still going to slot it in for Nomadland personally. I, I I think that's the one that'll win. If I had to pick uh, my favorite though, um, I don't know. I think Mank is something we've seen before. For me, there's, there's nothing that really jumps out here as my personal favorite. So I'll, for that, I'll go Nomadland because I think it's, it's a beautiful movie to watch. So I'm just going to, I like it and I'll predict it. It wins.
2: Yeah, the Mank one's a little weird because one of the issues I had with the movie, I really liked the movie, but one of the issues I had with it was that it's replicating like this 1930s movie, but Fincher is just moving the camera around all these crazy uh, 2021 ways. And that's just like, that's not how um, a movie back then looks, but then it also sounds like, the sound is really good for movies back then. So it's like this weird dissonance that I had throughout it. But yeah, I'm kind of with you where none of these are, too crazy for me. I caught up with News of the World and that was a very boring movie. Um yeah. but uh I guess my two favorites would be Judas and No land here and I'd probably go to No Man Land as my favorite. Hmm. Yeah I was
1: between actually the same with Judas and No Man Land for my favorite. Uh I would I would pick to be honest. I thought it was the most to look at I know Nomadland has great cinematography, but I feel like there's a lot of movies like that, like every year, no offense, uh, at least with the cinematography. So i would go make it interesting.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, shout out to what my personal pick would be, would be Defy five Bloods. I loved how that movie had like, <laughs> it changed the cinematography like throughout the film so many different times. Mm-hmm. So that'd be my personal pick outside of these, but it's not there. Um, anyways, my prediction though, I'm going to still, as I said, keep with Nomadland. I think make threw us a little bit of curveball last week, but I'm going to keep a uh, Nomadland slotted in there.
2: Yep. Nomadland for me too.
0: Lock. There you go. Very fair. Uh, so move on to production design now, which might even be <laughs> done. I don't know. Uh, this is, I mean, it's another one that's like, right. So we got the father, Ma Rainey, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet snuck in there. Um, For me, it's, it's favorite is, is, is Mank for me personally. I know a lot of people are high on the father right now, but I, I'll take Mac as my
2: favorite. I'm um, one of those people who's high on The Father, big, big mm-hmm. production design in The Father guy over here. Um, I just think it's doing a lot of really subtle things, especially just even like, like things in the kitchen changing around to give you a sense of this whole like loft just kind of slowly shifting in front of Anthony Hopkins' eyes. I think it's doing. There's a lot of really good subtle work in that movie, so that would be my personal favorite.
1: Yeah, I think The Father utilizes production design the best, but I think my favorite would be, honestly, Mank. I thought it was like the most impressive.
0: Yeah, very fair. Uh, so I'm going to slot in Mank, I think. Cross the board agreement there? Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um We'll go to best sound now. So we got Greyhound, which I finally watched like two days ago. It's all right, right? It's not bad. Uh, Ultimate Greyhound. dad movie. Ultimate dad movie uh greyhound mank news of the world soul and sound of metal um the moment i watched sound of metal i fell in love with the sound design there i think for a movie that like actually utilizes sound to the extent that it did it deserves the win and that's why I'm, I'm saying it's my favorite
2: yeah uh, shout out to soul and yes mank, i was just it, about to say that and mank as well i think both of them are doing really good stuff Amazing. but it's uh yeah you know what? i'll make it interesting i'm gonna go soul here is my favorite oh dang
1: yeah that's, that's actually pretty tempting but yeah shout out to soul which is better than like half of the best picture nominees um <laughs> and but yeah my personal and my prediction would be sound of metal i think it is it might be like the biggest lock of
0: the night if i'm being honest
1: <laughs> the word sound in yeah. the title even if no one knows <laughs> anything they're just gonna pick it
0: yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna obviously keep slotted in there with sound of metal as well Yeah, it's a lock yep yeah. Um, moving to best song now, which is one that I've, I've just been doing a lot of reading about this category. I've never been too excited by this category. I think the category fun to sucks.
1: See out- <laughs> yeah.
0: It's <laughs> just, it sucks. was, it was it, the only reason they have this category is so they can do their five performances every year at the show, right? Yeah. Thank that's God the only-
1: they're doing it at the pre show now. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That's Soderbergh's reason, got right? this figured out. I'm so oh, excited yeah. to see all these
0: changes Same.
2: to the broadcast this year.
0: Yeah. We're, we're about halfway. So let's reflect on that just real quick. I think obviously this is a year where, populist movies as you could say are not they they didn't get to come out in theaters there's not like a huge um buzz about a lot of these movies just because i think the general public they just when you go to the movies you see a movie at the theaters you talk to your friends about it you talk to people about it that's how things spread in my opinion in my opinion watching things at netflix at home all the time it doesn't give you that same spread of kind of narrative so that's why the ratings are going to be down ratings for every show's down it's so bad sports uh Uh, award shows, doesn't matter what his ratings are down. So we're going to see that this year, but I'm so excited to see what Soderbergh does because I feel like he can be very experimental with it, right? So he can have fun. I'm excited for it.
1: This is the year to be experimental. Like this is it. So just go for it.
2: Yeah, we got to stop not appreciating Soderbergh for the talent he is. So I'm hoping this really works well. I I say that and I didn't see Let Them All Talk, which was his movie that came out last year. So maybe I'm not appreciating him either. But uh, (laughs) he's like, they're doing like, there's going to be all these satellite places like around the, like they want everyone to be in LA, but they're going to have someone like London and Paris and stuff like that. And apparently he's shooting it cinematically, whatever that means. It's a movie, Um,
0: right? That's what he's calling it.
2: Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a trip. So I'm interested to see what he does with it and hopefully yeah. it continues moving forward. Cause why not? Yeah. So after that fun discussion,
0: let's jump into the most boring category. Maybe uh, <laughs> we got fight for you from Judas and the black Messiah. Good song. It's all right. Hear hear my voice, which I don't think I've ever listened to uh, from Travis, <laughs> Chicago, seven, <laughs> uh Husavik from your version and uh, scene from the life ahead. And then speak now from one night in Miami, which is a good song as well. Um, I've, I've read that a lot of these people are really pushing like Diane Warren's doing a lot of campaigning I know the husivic kind of hive is really loud and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I think speak now is like your traditional pick so that's obviously going to be in the conversation uh my favorite you know it would have been speak now for a while because I, I I downloaded that on my on my phone I thought it was nice to listen to but then I just was like starting to listen to the the uh, song a bit more so yes. uh, going over there a little uh but i'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite speak now. I'm gonna keep with
2: that, but some good songs here. Uh, my favorite Husevik is Husevik. I'm here yeah. for it. Um, yeah. I just, if we we need to change this category by just making it that all songs nominated have to be played within the movie itself. Yes. Rather oh, than the you. end credits, because it's yes. just ridiculous. You just get a famous sucks. person to sing something in your end credits, and then it gets an Oscar nomination. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Husevik. I'm here for it.
1: I echo that a hundred percent. Husevik is the only one that is utilized within the movie and for i didn't like eurovision like this song has no business being as
0: good as it is and it is it is my favorite <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's a good song let's go with the predictions though i'm gonna s- go with speak now kind of stay a little safe with this one
2: yeah speak uh, now it's yeah, leslie yeah, jr everyone
0: loves him.
1: yeah it's speak now it is a good song at least but yeah it's kind of boring
0: but yeah speak now. you're right though i mean do any of these movies really include it within the film?
2: Uh, I haven't seen just, Life Ahead. Just Who's the Yeah, Life Ahead is at the end and yeah. credits. I watched that movie. I was just not a huge fan of that this week. Yeah. So it's just, a, yeah, it's it's a nothing category. And I'm happy that Soderbergh's getting rid of it. It's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, so we'll
0: move into uh, Best Score now uh, DeFive Bloods, which kind of surprised that I've gotten here. Uh, Mank, Minari, News to the World, and Soul um i know a lot of people shout about tenet good score obviously True. uh for me though my pick i've listened to a lot of these i think the Five Bloods has a good score but it's just not anything that unique um but i've, I've fallen in love with uh mank minari and soul scores i think they're all really good like the mank one i listened to quite a bit i feel like it's got a lot of good tracks on there the minari one is just beautiful and then Soul one is just so unique obviously kind of bending two different types of music together with that one uh, it's really tough to pick a favorite here I think it really depends what mood I'm in when I want to listen to these like they're all really good uh, but the one I've listened to the most is Minari one so I'm going to go that as my favorite
2: yeah it does depend on the vibe I guess but uh, yeah I'm also Minari because um, it's Emile Moseri is the yep. composer's mm-hmm. name yep. um, but um, also did the score for the last black man in san francisco Mm -hmm. which is one of the best scores the last 10 years and i think this is right up there too so uh yeah i'll go i'll go minari here that's my favorite
1: yeah shout out shout out tenant ludwig gornson that score absolutely fucks. yeah justice for tenant yeah Yeah. that's that score banks um i am the resident minari guy but even i say that i would pick soul for score
0: both like real close but god damn that shit hits <laughs> um i think predictions that were probably in unison right so i think yep. Yep. yeah yeah it's done it's gotta done be a deal it's it, do you think it's more locked here than it is in animated feature category or what
2: no uh i go yes because i think it's not going to happen but there's a wolf walker's hive out there for animated features. nah they need to stop <laughs> they need to be quiet <laughs> all due respect
1: to wolf oh. walker
0: y'all need to be quiet i think we're in unison though um so now we're just going to jump into the shorts i'm not really a big shorts guy here so i'm going to toss it over to nick um with uh some of the shorts coverage here
2: uh big shorts guy over here um <laughs> what are we doing animated shorts yeah let's, let's do animated. First, right um all right i'll run through them all quick burrow is the pixar one it's cute um mm. genius uh Loki, i think that's how you say it. it's a french one that one's trippy as hell it's really good i like it anything that happens i love you uh will probably my prediction might be yeah it might be my least favorite here (laughs) um opera is one of the best movies i've seen this year it's unbelievable everyone go check that one out it's tremendous and obviously my favorite and yes people is um i can't remember if it's sweden or denmark it's one of those uh nordic countries but all it's just uh animated people saying yes for 10 minutes and it's kind of funny and goofy i liked it with my weird sense of humor where, where can you watch opera um so right now i think it's on shorts tv okay. so you have to rent it okay but um i'd say it's worth it it's kind of cool because they have all of the shorts for all the categories mm. like if you want to rent just the animated shorts it's 12 bucks oh. you have all of those and you also have i think the short list of ones as well so it ends up being like, it's like a, bundle. a of shorts. Yeah, okay. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. It's worthwhile. But Opera sure. is uh terrific. So that's my pick. But um yeah, if anything I happens, I love you is gonna win.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna predict that as well, just because it's the only one I watched Netflix. and it made me cry. So <laughs> going for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Burrow's gotta have like some sort of outside shot, right? Being a Pixar movie, but yeah, the cute one. Yeah, yeah. If anything happens, on, I love you.
2: It's, it's on Disney Plus and it's it's cute. It's there's been better Pixar shorts. It's in two D mm. animation though, which is cool. It's a nice change for them. Mm. But it's it's not. I don't think it's substantial enough to win here. Yeah. Mm, live action. I think
0: we're in unison, though.
2: Yeah, live action. Yeah.
1: So, but before you, before you talk continue. about <laughs> it, Nick, because you know Nick is the the shorts guy here. Before you go, I I'm gonna say Two Distant Strangers. I have not watched a single one of these, and I I keep hearing Two Distant Strangers is like bad, but yet people keep predicting that it's going to win and i know the letter room has oscar isaac but i keep hearing that's like not that good so i'm just throwing that out there
2: yeah so i guess we're doing live action next uh two distant strangers is the netflix one yeah so that's probably why it has a good chance of winning but yeah it's a it's a tough one because it's the premise of it is it's a time loop movie where um a black eye keeps getting shot by a cop and so oh, it's yeah, it's uh <laughs> okay. it's a rough one. And I I did it didn't really work for me. I think the tone is a little off on it. Mm, it's, yeah. it's it's juggling like a few different tones here. I don't think it necessarily worked, but it's uh it's definitely a conversation starter. And I hope I want to hear like other perspectives on it because it does seem like some people out there like it and I'd like to hear what they think about it. I'm not gonna disparage it too hard here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the letter room has Oscar Isaac in it. I think it's interesting. And I think it has a good chance of winning just because it's Oscar Isaac. Uh, Feeling Through is really good. It has a um, deaf and blind actor as the lead role in it. It's really terrific. Um, The Present is a nifty little short as well, which I really liked about, um, I think it's a a Palestinian short. Uh, And White Eye, I think, is my favorite. It's 20 minutes long, all in one shot, which normally I don't like. But in this case, it works really well. And it's, it's like a bikes, bicycle thieves style plot where this guy finds his bike that was previously stolen. And so he tries to track down who stole it and I don't really want to ruin it, but lives are broken and it's not very good for that person. But yeah, it's really good. But my favorite would be wide eye, but I think I would have said letter room a few weeks ago, but I think it might be two distant strangers that wins. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I'm just going to divert you on that. No idea. Uh, best
0: documentary <laughs> short. What do you got here, Nick? All
2: right. Quickly look for these. Colette is about a historian who brings a Holocaust survivor back to, I think it's a Fran, a French um, camp that her brother was at. And it's emotional. It's probably might, it might be least favorite of it, but it's pretty, it's pretty worthwhile to watch. I think all of these are worthwhile to watch. Um, a concerto is a conversation is a really interesting one as well about, um, a black guy having conversation with his grandfather, kind of about his, his upbringing, upbringing and how he, yeah, it's a really, I like that one quite a bit. Uh, do not split is one of my favorite movies of the year. It's unbelievable. It's about, um, it's Hong Kong protesters, uh, just shooting. They just shot all of their protest movements during, in, in Hong Kong. It's one of the most gripping things you'll watch. And it's it's one of those where it's how did they get all this footage? It's unbelievable. Uh Hunger Ward is one of the most depressing things you'll ever see. Uh it's about a a hunger ward in Yemen, which uh is struggle, they can't get supplies there because of um aerial strikes and whatnot. And it's just it's very depressing, but also very worthwhile. And a love song for Latasha is the Netflix one, <laughs> and it's also uh it's also really good as well and it works to humanize um a death which I can't remember her, her name's Latasha but I think it was it was before Rodney King and the LA riots and that whole situation but it was it's also very good. Um but I think my favorite's do not split but I think Latasha is going to win. It's got that Netflix machine maybe. Yeah, it's just Netflix they haven't won best picture but they know how to win awards elsewhere. True. Yeah, I feel like with with, with uh, shorts, I think Netflix has an upper hand
0: as opposed to other categories. Like I feel Definitely. like it's whatever gets seen the most maybe gets a lot of help there. But yeah, that's interesting. So we'll jump back into some stuff that I know a bit more about.
2: <laughs> um,
0: thanks, Nick. Just put the team um, on my back for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> best documentary feature here. We got Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. I guess maybe I don't know too much because I haven't seen any of them, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the prediction of my procedure just because it's kind of been sweeping lately, but, uh, don't count out trip camp, maybe Obama. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I think my favorite would have been time up until a few days ago when I finally caught up with collective and collective is amazing. It's another one of those where it's how did they get all this footage together? And it's, it's unraveling this crazy, uh, conspiracy, um, it's really, really impressive. That's probably one of my favorite movies of the year as well. So that'll be my personal pick.
1: Yeah, I've seen three of them. I've seen Collective, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Gotta be honest, didn't really care for any of them. Or, or, <laughs> um, I think Collective is the best one out of the ones I watched. I think Collective is good. Not that I didn't care for it. I think Collective is good, not great. My Octopus Teacher is a little weird. It just, I, I really <laughs> feel like he wants to
2: fuck. Um dude really loves that octopus. Yeah, he does
1: like the score, <laughs> the score for my octopus teacher is actually really good. And I feel like it's almost like manipulating me into like liking oh, it more. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's moments where I was like, damn, this is like really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and like I was almost like falling for it, but it's a little weird. Time, I think it is okay. I think it was a little more style, stylized for me. And I haven't seen the Molly Junker camp, but collective would be my personal pick
0: prediction yeah, i mean they yeah um i'm gonna try to binge them one day like maybe the saturday before oscar sunday i might just sit down and watch like three or four of them but uh yeah i think my octopus teacher you got to go with
2: it it's been it's been pretty high low-key dominating yeah. yeah it's wild <laughs> everyone loves this movie like this was when this came out i had barely heard of it and it was one of those movies that was like a big deal on the like the today show you know yeah where it's like all the all the boomers really liked it or whatever. I don't know, <laughs> but uh yeah, it's by far my least favorite here uh, of all of these. Yeah, like there's and like a shot
1: uh, of like his hand and like the tentacle, and
2: it's like suction uh. cup into his mouth. I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Yeah, this movie has no self awareness yeah. at all. It's scores uh, good though. Score's it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. score.
0: That's what scores are for though, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it did
2: its job. It did its job. Yeah. yeah. It makes you think a bad movie is good.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. um, best international
0: feature now. Uh, Another round. Better Days Collective. The Man Who Sold the Skin. And then Covitus Ida. Um, I think my favorite has got to be Another Round. And uh, just love that ending there. So oh, good. The best.
2: So good. It's iconic. So good. One of the best. Um, um, but yeah, yeah it's. Uh, hmm. I would have said another round is my favorite up until I saw Ida yesterday. I told you that would happen, um, but then I also saw Collective as well, so I'm very torn. Um, hmm. I the, the literally the only two things I haven't seen in all of these nominees are Better Days than The Man Who Sold His Skin. So shout out to them, but I won't be picking you as my favorite. Um, I gotta go Collective again. It's really, I think it's it really struck a chord with me. I think that movie's terrific. Nice. Yeah,
1: I've only seen another round and Collective i have not seen Kovatis Aida yet. And people in my YouTube comments need to leave me alone about that. Um, but I mean, I, I would go another round. Uh, I, I think another round was in like my top five of 2020.
2: I loved it. So I'd go with Absol- that one. Absolute banger. Yeah. Absolute banger. I'll watch Kovatis, yeah. guys. I'll watch it.
1: Give me some time.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was it? A few weeks ago, Nick, we watched The Hunt on the pod and that was uh I still haven't watched great. that one. And so terrific. good. And just the fact that I mean, you got a chance for him to win. I hope he does, Thomas Vinterberg. Vinterberg, uh, what a lord!
2: Here.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I think I think we gotta predict another round here. Are, are we all in agreement there? Yeah,
2: yeah, slam yeah. dunk,
0: pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah, it's it's gotta be right. Uh, best animated feature now. Uh, do we even have Let's to try? I mean, you got <laughs> go. Saw oh, on the lord, sheep <laughs> over the moon. Sean the Sheep, Soul and Wolf Walkers. Um, I actually dug Wolfwalkers a lot, but I think Soul is better. So it, it, it would yeah. be my pick and it's my prediction.
2: I also really dug Wolfwalkers. Um, Sean the Sheep, shout out to Sean the Sheep. Really funny. <laughs> I really quite enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, Soul is my favorite. Yeah, I, I like Wolfwalkers, but I mean, Soul,
1: I mean, come on. It doesn't even compare, <laughs> guys. People get so angry about this whenever I say that too. But yeah, Soul, that's prediction, my personal pick. Should be best picture.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Um, in a year like this, you would have thought it would land in what best the fu- picture. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. I almost yeah. placed
1: a, a large amount of money on a bet <laughs> that Soul would get nominated for best picture. It's ridiculous that it didn't.
0: But that's like that's it, it, it. It received the same amount of love as like movies like Inside Out, which got screenplay right, and yeah. like it just seemed like the type of movie that everyone saw last year. Right. Like Disney Plus so accessible. Right. During
1: like a pandemic, I was like, "Yo, this is the one that's gonna like speak to people like a lot." And I just,
2: it's weird. Then yeah, I I it. um, you yeah, so you Nick, think it's one of the most like watched movies of last year, probably. Yeah. I don't get 100%. it. I mean, I think it might be, it might just be too existential for some people. It's a very weird movie, even though yeah. I think it's terrific, but I think it might be a little out there for some people.
0: Good. Yeah. Nick, you, obviously you don't agree that it's like a hundred percent lock, right? You said there's the Wolf Walker's hive, but uh, uh, film drunk there. What do you think? is soul is this the most locked category of the night or do you think there's something else even more locked than this
1: i think there's something else more locked but this is still in like the 90s percentage of
2: locked. yeah i will lose my when mind wolf walkers hive time. it's definitely like 95 percent <laughs> <ends>. okay <laughs> So there's still, like, that hive is there if you look for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So now we're getting into some of the fun ones here. Uh, So best adapted screenplay. So we got Borat, Borat 2. That's hilarious that I got in. Um, We got The Father, Nomadland, One Night Miami, and then The White Tiger. Uh, I'd love to see Borat win. (laughs) Oh, that'd be so fun. It's not my my favorite of, of, of the five, I think. I'd probably have to go with the father here even for a while i was like in one night in miami a lot yes I am. uh before i saw a lot of these other movies that was the one i was like oh that's probably gonna win right it's the talk talkie movie right everyone's chatting yeah it seems like a screenplay type win but um i'll i'll i'll, I'll hope for the father
2: here uh personally yeah i'm with you where i i dig one night in miami quite a bit um but i think my pick is also the father
1: no, no disagreements.
2: I also like one night in Miami a lot. Uh, that would have been my pick <laughs> like a month
1: ago, but uh, my personal pick is the father.
0: Yeah. And I mean, predicting this category, I think for a while uh, I was unsure. Then when the awards started coming out and land started winning everything, I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird curveball here. You wouldn't think Nomad Land for screenplay, right. but I guess, you know, she's kind of I, she's kind of doing it as she's going. Right fitting a lot of these different stories in i think that's an impressive way to go about it but i will give her the director win for that personally um so i don't know but pre- predicting wise i think it, it's it probably has a leg up on the father i think the father is surging but nomadland probably has a leg up so i'll predict nomadland here yeah i'm the same way
1: i am uh, predicting the father oh i'm, I'm going for like it this. i'm going for it i, I think it is surging uh, right yeah the i think it's peaking at the right time. And even though I don't use this logic for everything, I think No Man Land is going to have a very good night. And I think when people are kind of checking off the boxes, they'll just be like, oh, you know, I really love the father. Chloe Jow is going to win X amount of Oscars anyway. They'll vote for it. I don't feel good about that, but I'm kind of just trying to will it into
0: existence. <laughs> it's fair. Um, I don't know what the anonymous ballots have been saying about this category. And there haven't been as many anonymous ballots this year as the last two years. I, I realized, but um, I, I haven't really checked those. But that might be worthy to know because they're always kind of fun to look at. They're a little split. Yeah,
2: yeah. I saw one anonymous um, guy who was just like, I've seen like half of them <laughs> because work was hard for me this year. <laughs> it's amazing. I think I saw that guy. He was like the guy. He said he like, yeah, he was a producer or something, right? Yeah, he said work. Was and he also really hard said he hates watching movies. One,
0: yeah. He said he hates watching movies at home. Something like that. He's like. <laughs> If I don't watch in the theater, it's not an Oscar movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, best original screenplay, though. We got uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Personal pick is Minari.
2: Let's go. Uh, that's all, That's also my personal <laughs> oh, pick. Yeah, we're gang, here. Game, game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Come on. It's uh, it's a
0: good... I mean, it's, it's beautiful, right? You got to do it. Uh, prediction, though... I mean, didn't we all think trial maybe six months ago? But now I got to go Promising Young Woman.
2: Yep, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yes, but I don't think it's
1: as locked as it once was maybe a few weeks ago. Mm. Are you thinking
0: like what, 60 40, 70 30? 60
1: 40. Yeah. Surprisingly, even though Promising Young Woman has one damn near everything, uh, for some reason, I, I don't know, I
2: keep feeling.
0: It. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the
2: ballots too, to yeah. be honest. The odds are pretty tight as well on Gold Derby between the two of them. It's basically a coin It's flip, the power of right? Sorkin, it's right? See his woman. name down there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so we go into now uh, Best Supporting Actress, which is a lot of fun. So we got Marie Bakalova, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Amanda Seyfried, and Yoo Jung Yoon. Um, that's a solid five. I mean, Glenn Close, not my favorite, but I like the other four a lot. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me this whole season have i've been going back and forth of what my favorite is uh between two Uh, but marie Love is the one that i want to see win personally
2: that would be hilarious i'd love that Um, good every award season (laughs) she does yeah as we as i've noted so many times i just love hillbilly lg and it would make me so happy if glenn close won (laughs) here um but my favorite Um, I still don't get... Someone needs to explain the Amanda Seyfried thing to me because I thought she was going to be a big-time frontrunner. Just the movie, man. I think it's just the movie. And she's so good in that movie. But um, I think my favorite is is Young-Jung Yoon from Benari. It's easy.
1: Yeah, I'm between Ye-Jung Yoon and Maria Bakalova, but I would give the edge to Ye-Jung Yoon. But personally, I feel like I can't lose in this category unless Glenn Close wins.
0: (laughs) because I, I, we I, <laughs> I would legitimately
1: be fine with any of the four winning
0: you know amanda cypher is just a great seemingly great person she's always fun uh yujung Yoon gave just a fantastic performance and it's a class like it, it's kind of your quintessential supporting role right marie baklova is yeah. just hilarious she's awesome and olivia Coleman was will give a good speech if she wins so i mean i'm happy with yeah. those four right yeah glenn close no um but my prediction <laughs> i think I, I do think this has become very, very blocked over the last few weeks, and I think Yoo Jong Yoon going to win, uh, and that'll be pretty awesome for her, and she's a veteran actress, right, over in South Korea, very veteran actress, so it's it's cool to see her come over in her first English film and be, or American film, I should say, and be a frontrunner here at the
2: Oscars. Her speech will be good, too. Yep. Yeah, her BAFTA speech was funny. Yeah, I'm with you guys. This, it's, it's, I think like this is an easy one. <laughs> no, her speeches yeah. have been great.
0: Uh, what what she called the she called uh, the British little snobby or something like that in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, so yeah, I think Amazing. I think we're, we're we're locked in there. I think it's I think probably
1: the, the Rudy Giuliani thing. Honestly, yeah, can help Bakalova because that was like a just a straight up news headline. But yeah, I think yeo jung Yun somewhat got this in the bag.
0: Yeah, that's her campaign, right, Marie Bakalova? That's got to be her campaign. Pretty much that scene there. Um, it's probably 80,
2: 20 for me personally. Yeah. 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 I think a few weeks ago I was like, Bakalova is winning. Yeah. Like I feel it. And now it's like, ah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, big,
0: big switch there. And it kind of flipped with the actors category
2: in kind of how crazy it was. Um,
0: but now we'll go to best supporting actress. We got Sasha Baron Cohen for trial, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas, Leslie Odom Jr. for one night. Uh, Paul Racy for santa Metal. So great to see him get in there. And then Lake Stanfield for Judas. There's not going to be any any vote splitting here. It's not going to happen. Uh Daniel Kluya yeah. was the best performance for me. And he's my prediction.
2: Uh yeah. Yep. That's that's all I have. <laughs> yep. That's
0: done. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: thank you, thank God. I, I like I don't know why it feels like he's like overdue,
2: but in a way, he needs an Oscar and he's gonna get one. Yeah, I'm so happy he's not one of those amazing actors who has to wait until they're exactly. 65 know. to win their Oscar. Yeah. That's always yeah. like, just with like Glenn Close, like, it'll be so depressing if this is what her Oscars for with amazing career, no way. so many great performances. And then she wins for <laughs> Hillbilly which is probably her worst movie. I just, uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Daniel Clue, I mean, such a, such a great, great talent. And uh, I mean, I think decades from now, he's just gonna, we're gonna look back and see him as one of the, probably the best actors of our generation growing up right, right. i think he's just going to be absolutely juggernaut in the years to come yep uh so best actress here this is the one this is the one i think uh right. i need to spend some time on this here all the odds are just completely <laughs> just whack i mean some say it's a three-way race some say it's even a four-way race um finessa kirby may be wanting it to be a five-way race let's but... go <laughs> Um, Make it happen. So we got we got Viola Davis for Ma Rainey. we got Andre Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Such a roller coaster of a season for this category. Um, before we really do jump into it, like, how do you guys feel about this? This is just a crazy. Ca- it's it's become one of the mo- most exciting ones in in recent memory.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's like the only fun category we have this year if i'm being honest because yeah. we've all been pretty aligned on everything here mm-hmm. but i feel like this is the one time where we could have different favorites and also different pro- uh projections yeah as well. which is
1: funny because i think like at least for the nominations actress was like the most like done like i feel like all of us probably predicted these five but it was like supporting actress it could have been like seven people we didn't know who was gonna get the fifth on supporting actor and then yet yeah, the results are like all over the place yeah. And there's there's positives and minuses for like every single one of them.
0: I've been going back and forth looking at each one's narrative and it's tough. I think just kind of going down the five. I mean, Viola Davis, I think she's such a titan in the industry now. Winning her second uh Oscar would be huge. But the only thing really holding me back is do you think a picture that's not nominated for best picture can win four Oscars in a night? It's weird to say that, but that's the only thing holding me back from going all in on her. I just can't see that happening. It'd be the first time ever. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I just can't see it happening.
2: Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> well, I can't see it now, happening, you, but you I just don't think. think it was. <laughs> yeah. Cause you would think even with the soul of it all, you would think that the nine and 10 slots would have been Ma Rainey and probably one night in Miami. Maybe if we did 10 best picture nominees, yeah, yeah. So, but it is still weird because, yeah, like how, like how can it win four, but then not like th- th- it really doesn't make sense. I and mean, like it know, was, Ma Rainey like was
1: snubbed for screenplay. Like you're supposed I to get in there,
2: yeah. understand picture. Like you got
1: beat out by Bora and the White Tiger. <laughs> so it's like that doesn't really show, shout out to the White Tiger. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't really show like a lot of strength in the movie, which I know doesn't really matter in an acting category, but in a way, it like kind of does. Yeah, I I have a hard time buying it, even though I also think it would make sense to like predict her as well.
0: Yeah, it's tough to gauge. Um, I don't know. I mean, let me go down to Andre Day and I think. No. (laughs) I mean, let me let's let's get let me give me a little case here. (laughs) I think she's the only one of the five that is giving kind of, I mean, no, Viola Davis as well. Uh, I was trying to say giving kind of a traditional transformative performance into a historical figure, right? But then she has yep. she throws the singing in there too. I don't know. There's she's got an argument for that. Traditionally those types win, but it's just such an unpopular movie. Um so I just unwatchable. She's gotta be four. Yeah, it's really bad movie. You know, I didn't mind it personally. I didn't I didn't love it. Really? I didn't love it, but I was sitting there what? You're the one. <laughs> I didn't love it, man. But I'm sitting Billy Holiday was
1: like slightly better than Tom and Jerry. Like <laughs> it was like a little better than Tom and Jerry.
0: did you see those at like the same time is that your connection
1: kinda
2: I think
0: I did actually
1: Andre Day is is fantastic she's great in it
2: Um, now I'm just thinking of the the birds breaking the fourth wall at the beginning of Tom and Jerry and singing can I kick it exactly Um, someone pointed this out so I don't
1: know what you guys think but they're thinking it's possible that Viola Davis and Andre Day split votes a little bit I don't know if I buy that too much it is an interesting narrative though I don't really count the Globe thing this year. Mm. I just... I don't buy it. She didn't even make the long list for BAFTA. Wasn't nominated for SAG. She wasn't going to win the Critics' Choice. And, I mean... And that movie is, like, fucking terrible. So, I just... I don't know. I I think she's in fourth.
0: Yeah, I look at those two. I mean, the votes splitting would come from the, the most similar performances, right? Like, they're both... Yeah. They're both kind of the transformative uh, historical performance. But, yeah. I mean... She can still win, but I have her in fourth.
1: I think I have her in too
0: I think Vanessa Kirby's gotta be number five, but oh boy, if she wins, that'd be a great night. Oh, that'd be so good. It'd be hilarious. I'm kind good. of ruined for it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um I don't think there's much of an argument to be made though. So move on to uh, Francis McDormand here. I mean, it's gonna be probably the best picture winner, and that might add to it a little bit a little bit more love for her. I mean, she's a Titan of the industry would be her third Oscar, put her in kind of the, that's kind of the stratosphere, right? Like only what a dozen people have won three. Uh, I don't know. I think for me uh, choosing a front runner is tough, but I think she's number three. Um, yeah. Out of this list.
2: Yeah. It seemed like she was the favorite for a really long time, but no one was too excited about it. You know, everyone just kind of penciled her in, but now it kind of seems like, Lil Davis and Kerry Mogan have kind of taken her place a little bit.
1: Yeah, with with all due respect to Francis McDormand, but no, no, I, I don't. I <laughs> I really don't want it. Wow, I don't. I don't want it. like a third, a third Oscar. Like to me, you would have to be like Daniel Day Lewis and like There Will Be Blood, or it's like it would have to be something like that for me to say yes. Uh, I just you're gonna get an Oscar as a producer like i don't know
0: yeah and no. you know some of the with anonymous ballots some of the anonymous ballots actually cited that they said you know she's won before she was great but i'm not gonna vote for her because she's won before yeah. twice
1: she's great this is how i felt with leo and hollywood where i was like that was a great performance in a really good movie that people most people like here's your nomination but you're not gonna win
0: yeah yeah that's fair uh karen Mulligan now i think she's she's got to be the one that's like the most um vibrant performance right like kind of the most it is transformative for sure but i think it's kind of the the most uh i don't know if i'd say showy is the word but it's kind of the edgy pick we'll say yeah but at the same time it's it's, yeah. it's a popular movie and she's pretty popular uh and her campaign's going well and people like her in it they want to see her win she's up there i think it's it's really a tough call between her and uh, Viola davis
2: yeah i think she if, i think she's my favorite here uh i think her performance is amazing um but I feel like there's there's a, like the Wolfwalkers, there's a small hive of people that I just don't think like Promising Young Woman at yeah. at, like, at all. Yeah. Like I think it's, I think it works. I think the movie is one of my favorites of last year. I think it works really well, but I think the way it's kind of, I think it's shifted the way it shifts tone and how it's kind of a lightning rod of a, like topics it's going through with, with like sexual assault and whatnot. I think people in the Academy just are turned off by that, just on principle. So I think it might be tough for her to win with that in mind, but I could be wrong. I don't you know, know. I
0: will say real quick to win this category, you might only need like 25 to 30% of the vote. So because I mean, yeah, you got the five and it's not a ranked ballot, just only best pictures. Right. So, I mean, you don't really need a whole heck of a lot to win. Um, so I could really see her winning for sure. Uh, but any takes on Carrie Mulligan?
1: Yeah. I mean, so I, I think she would be my favorite as well. Um, Shagada, I don't know. It's a little weird because when I first saw the movie, to be honest, I was kind of surprised that I was like, "Oh, like this is like what's gonna win like best actress," with, like which is kind of weird. Even though I, I love Carrie Mulligan, and now I would like I'm too invested in her like winning, that would like break my heart. Um, but yeah, I I guess she would she would be my favorite. It's just weird that she missed BAFTA but then I know it's the jury voting. And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, if it wasn't jury voting, A, she would have gotten in. And then B, she would have won, which then means she is the front runner. So it's like doing all those like fucking like obstacles in my head. But I I think she's either one or two.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of like mental gymnastics that have been playing with this category, right? There's no really straight answer to give. I mean, if you do want to draw lines, I mean, you guys draw lines in the sand here. You guys said Carrie Mulligan as your favorite. Or Vanessa Kirby. <sighs> okay. Um, I almost said Andre Day just to make you guys freak, but. Uh, oh, ho. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, what kind of got me under the edge of my seat the most was Viola Davis kind of bossing people around, second back in the Coke. That was pretty fun. Um, yeah. I have really no idea what pick is my favorite. I'm absolutely abstaining from this vote. That's why it's so tough. I, I wow. can't. I just can't. Wow. I can't. Uh, I got
2: to. Let's
0: for my favorite. Amy adams wow. and this hillbilly sh- elegy <laughs> uh, no i honestly this is tough uh prediction though you have to pick you have to, you have you to, do do something. to pick something you have to do something oh, for i'd ask the hundred day that just for fun <laughs> 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 no, that's the okay. thing i mean i you, you like you i like different aspects i think andre day's got a great voice she really captured yeah. that well i think bio davis is fun to watch Vanessa kirby for me was like so captivating francis McDormand was like a movie that's slow i mean you're keeping me kind of with you for the, for this long. You did good with that. Karen Mulligan was just kind of great in promising young woman.
1: Uh, Andre, I'll go, go with Andre
0: day. No, nah, no, nah, I'm going Viola Davis. She was the most, like, I smiled the okay. most watching that. It was a lot of fun to watch her just like boss people around. And that's also my prediction to win. I'm going to go Viola Davis. I think Ooh. not only is she Smart. a tight in the industry, I think SAG is a big branch. It's got a
2: lot of the overlap. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with her. Yeah, very scientific uh, judgment there, but what makes you smile the most? Um am <laughs> with you. Uh, um, I think my pick to win, I think is going to be Viola Davis as well. I think she gets it. Because I think, because she's won and also Frances McDormand has won. So I think the kind of the, I won't vote for you because of an Oscar thing, I think is a little split because of that. Like if it was only Frances McDormand who had won and the rest of the, nominees hadn't i feel like maybe that plays more of a hand but i think in this case uh doesn't i think well davis wins
1: yeah uh, i said this in one of my videos i think that's actually the the smart pick the pick that makes the most sense uh i'm still
2: predicting Carrie mulligan I'm, I'm dying with the ship as he should <laughs> i'm going for it i hope so that'd be cool I, she's one of the best actresses working right now she deserves an oscar so i hope she wins yeah um so moving on to best actor now probably one that you wouldn't think we'd have much
0: of a conversation about two, three weeks ago, but now we do a little bit. Uh, so Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and then Stephen Young for Minari. Um, honestly, I think this is a really strong five. Even Gary Oldman I thought was good. Like he's in my like top 10 person. Yeah. Like he was good. Um, yeah, it was good. For me, Delroy Lindo is like my number two just period this year so he'd be in yeah. there if, if i if i still ridiculous nicholson. Here. it's absurd that's yeah. yeah. nicholson yeah um so yeah i mean it's tough but my favorite has got to be anthony hopkins i look back to last year and i think it was the only besides uh, the short it was the only movie that brought tears to my eyes so i'll pick anthony hopkins another scientific choice nick <laughs> Now he was great anthony hopkins was great so he, he was my favorite in, in uh out of these five last year
2: i like it i think my favorite steven yun I, wow. Minari it just it wrecks me that movie amazing. I think Stephen Dunn's amazing he's one of he's gonna be one of our he'll be recognized as one of our best actors in a few years time yeah. I think he's, yeah. he's working with Jordan Peele next he's got everyone realizes how good he is after years of The Walking Dead and Burning and whatnot but um, he's my favorite I think he's tremendous in this movie damn but um, yeah still kind of nice. tr- still trying to figure out um, though.
1: Obviously, I love Stephen Young, my dad. Um, I think <laughs> my personal pick is honestly between Hopkins and Riz Ahmed, who I really thought was just excellent in sound of metal. But I just watched The Father, and I think in like ten minutes, I was like, "Yeah, holy shit!" Like Anthony Hopkins. So I think he would also be my my personal pick.
0: Yeah, that that whole movie just kind of leads you to the ending, and you're kind of like just you're you're kind of breaking down with the guy. I mean, it's uh, a yeah. It's a good,
1: it's not even acting for him.
0: It's like, <laughs> he could be, he could him. have dementia right now. He could,
2: we don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm that's kidding. not really what I meant, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. He said, "Oh No, he's, he's, he's rip. I'm sorry, Anthony. I know you're listening right now. Our fault. Yeah, we love you, Anthony. <laughs> we love you.
0: Um, no, Steve, Stephen Young getting into awesome because I, I watched walking dead as like a kid. I was one of those people that watched it and I just like stuck with it. Cause it's what my family watched. So I watched it for a while and seeing him here, like, my mom's excited. So it's fun.
1: Yeah. I hope uh, he stays booked and busy.
0: Oh yeah, no, certainly. And this is a, the type of performance that doesn't usually get in. It's more of a reserved performance, right. but he's powerful in that way and he's really good in it. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Chadwick Boseman though. I, I, he's my pick, uh, my prediction to win. I think a lot of people have been talking about how close it is. I'm not going to buy into it fully. I think there's a lot of love for Anthony Hopkins, but Chadwick Boseman I mean it's it's so sad that he passed away last year and not only that this was his best performance in my opinion of his career so I think to go out on that note is 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 special and it kind of adds to the narrative here so he's my prediction and he's it's, it's a great performance too so I'm, I'm down with it
2: yeah you, you do feel like his best was yet to come almost where he was gonna be in all these really awesome roles post Black Panther as he got into his 50s and whatnot and just be a, a tremendous, amazing actor. I and mean, he already was, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, the part of me wants to pick Anthony Hopkins here, not because I want that to happen, but I don't know. I feel like I've been so chalk here this entire time. I feel like I've been so boring, but um, nah, it's Chadwick. I can't, it's Chadwick, easy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I'm also going to go with Chadwick. I think I'm a little more like I'm a little, I'm wavering a little bit more than you two maybe on Hopkins here. I'm maybe like 60, 40 now, or I think like a week ago, I was like 80, 20. But yeah, I think, I think Chadwick gets it. I just can't imagine them not wanting
0: to give it to him. Yeah. It's, it's, it would be quite the moment. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt, but when you saw that BAFTA, uh, that BAFTA alert that uh, Hopkins won, I was like, holy shit, this is a race now. Like, there's something here. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think Chadwick's going to win in the end.
1: Yeah, I think if anything, BAFTA, if BAFTA helps Hopkins the most, it's because it's, like, telling voters that, like, it's okay to, like, vote for him. Like, you don't just, like, have to vote for Bozen, if if that makes sense. Right.
0: But, I'm rooting for, one side note, I'm rooting for Rizama to win the Indie Spirit this week. I think that'd be a cool
2: way to yeah. give him something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the move there. Yeah, that seems right.
0: Ah, uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's good. Now we'll move into the last two, which seems like two of the most locked ones.
1: Oh, <laughs> director is the most locked category for me. I agree.
0: That's it's the most locked. So we got Vinterberg. I mean, how cool was that? Seeing him get in there, like I was, I was watching the stream. Fucking was like, tremendous. What's going on here? Yeah, um, working. you know how much of a roller coaster that morning was watching the stream. Like, I was like, oh no, they're gonna absolutely screw Emerald Fennell after like she did so well and then no Sorkin. I'm like, Oh yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Vinterberg, Fincher, I mean, Lee Isaac Chung, Chloe Zhao, and then Emerald Chanel. I mean, it's a good five, like it's a good five and a unique five. And if there's anything to say about this it's that, I mean, besides Fincher who's who's pretty well-established and even some of the other ones who are, I mean, Chloe Zhao has been kind of popular in the indie scene and then Vinterberg with the hunt several years ago, but it's cool to see these five because It'll get them. It'll get them a lot more popular as the years kind of go on. I think they'll become more household for film fanatics and just regular folks as well. Uh, so I think that's that's kind of one of the cool things about this category. Um, personal pick is Chloe Zhao. I think what she did there was pretty impressive, putting this movie together. Um, uh, honestly, I I love the story of Lee Isaac Chung that he was about to like quit movie making, then he did this, but. I think Chloe Zhao is, is, is my like favorite out of the five.
2: Yeah. I think, I think all of these are great, really good directing performances. I think my, my brain says that Lee Isaac Chung is my favorite, but my heart says Vinterberg i think just that and i've watched the ending of another round probably 15 times it's just unbelievable i just you put the last 10 minutes on and then mads just yeah. gets drunk it's 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 the greatest thing ever so i guess my favorite will go vinterberg um yeah it's just i do really all like, i like a lot of these though i think close i think one of the reasons she's been doing so well is because i feel like out of all of these nomad land is is her singular vision right because she edited it too and did all the like cinematography and all that stuff so i mean that shouldn't really count for this category but when you have that narrative around it as this was your singular vision and we i guess a lot of people subscribe to to our tour theory um i i think that's probably one of the reasons she's doing as well but it's well deserved she's one of the most important filmmakers working right now so i'm happy to see her get get all this recognition
1: yeah yeah i mean I think in my video like last week, I was actually like doing this where I was just like including my personal picks. I think I said Chloe Zhao then, even though I'm not even that huge on No Land. Um, now nah, I'll go Lee,
0: Lee Isaac Chung. Sure, yeah. Um, that's got to be one of the closest ones to kind of, as you were saying, Nick, one singular vision. I think uh, Lee Isaac Chung's work and probably Emerald Fennell's work comes close to what Chloe Zhao did, just in terms of that.
2: Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, Fincher's up there too, though, because like it's his yeah the whole narrative with his dad writing the script and I like whatnot Mank. and trying to get this made. I think I'm Right there it's with good. you. I think I think like we're all, we're like the three people <laughs> that like the movie. Yeah, I, everyone I like hates Mank. Mank for whatever yeah. reason. I think it's great, but
0: I, I was hoping I David know. Fincher, sorry, uh, Jack Fincher's dad would get a nomination for screenplay. I don't know why. I just like so. nominate a guy who's passed away twenty years ago. Kind of cool. Uh, and yeah. it's a good screenplay as well, in my opinion. Like, I mean, the movie's kind of like meandering, but. I liked a lot of the dialogue, uh, but anyway, so prediction wise, I think we're locked in with Chloe Zhao. This is like, it's probably one of the biggest director sweeps in the history of awards. Like not only yeah. from the critics all the way up, she's just won absolutely everything. Even last year. I mean, obviously Mendez was winning most of them uh, until yeah. Oscar night, Oof. even the critics guilds, like Mendez was winning some of them. Uh,
1: yeah. Like, I don't even know who's second place
2: here. <laughs> Yeah, I've no maybe idea. Fincher for the name, but Mank's pretty low. Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. I just don't think Mank is the one this year where it's like, all right, I guess we'll nominate it just. Irishman of the He's, year,
0: right?
2: You no. Know? Is Leah Chung? Like, second? like could be. I don't he know. might I don't be. Kind of th- weird. I feel like there's probably a Vinterberg hive in there somewhere too, but I think it's probably Leiza Chunk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's tough, but it's certainly gonna be out to win. Um gotta be the most locked category of yeah. the night. Uh, so for, for best picture yeah. i do just want to so we'll run through them uh, so we got the father judas and the black messiah mank minari nomad land promising young women sound of metal and trial of the chicago seven quickly nick i'll throw it to you and then uh we'll just kind of go around the horn with this uh sub in two movies to make it 10 personal two.
2: Ooh, personal two can i do anything You can do anything you can make it as can weird it like as Vitalina varela uh, or something like that you can um, give it to your element right here man this is this is really hard on the spot, um, you know. Like I just I'll, I'll go easy. Like Ma Rainey and One Night in Miami should probably be here. It's just easy. Um, I guess I would I would go
0: with a uh, Soul and another round. Yeah, that's that's good too. I got Soul as well, and then uh, Defy Bloods would be my other one to round it up at ten. I mean, personal pick out of the ten though, um, No Madeline's actually up there for me. So is the father. So is Minari. Those are like my big three out of the eight. Um, so it's kind of tough between those three. But I'd love, I'd love to see any of them win personally. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep it plain. I'm gonna go with No Land.
2: Yeah, um, I would have. It's just a bummer that we can't include, and that I think of it, that we couldn't include any of the Small Axe series. Um, shout out to The Wolf House. Mm. This is a movie I just thought of. It's terrific. It'd be my top ten last year. It's a fucking weird movie. Um, but I guess my favorite of the group here is probably Binari. I, I, the movie's great. It's my favorite movie of the year last year. Um, I also want to give another shout out to Judas. Cause I feel like outside of Kluya, it's getting no chat anywhere, which I feel like we didn't really talk about it much in this pod. And I just think that movie's yeah. terrific. And I, I wish it would have gotten more uh, recognition and maybe I should have picked it more often <laughs> for my favorites, but I just think that movie's terrific. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is Minari for me. No, no
1: question. Nomadland honestly isn't up there for me out of these, but Minari is the one.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you got to go with what you what you love, right, for this. Um, predictions, though, I think it's not quite as locked as obviously a Director, but I think Nomadland's is the one that we'd all be kind of in unison with. Um, what's number two, Nick? What's number two, you think?
2: Huh? I would have said Minari, but I just never feel like that. That momentum really ever got yeah. going um i guess it, it might be the father i don't know Honestly, they have no idea i feel like it's nomad lane and everybody else honestly and then mank <laughs> way down here i
1: think number two is trial because uh, that's probably one sag yeah, right. and then it's won a couple of like guilds now like in the couple like past couple weeks
0: so yeah trial I think when you look at kind of the uh, two sides of it, you got the ranked ballot, and kind of you just have how many number one votes things will get. I actually do think Minari will get the second most number one votes personally. I think people are liking that. I think you're seeing that from some of the ballots. So if if you want to look at it that way, I think it might be second in that respect. But when you break it down yeah. and you look at kind of the ranked ballot out of maybe a point system, I think Try would probably be second. Um, but yeah, I think I think Nomadland's winning here. It's it's one of the biggest sweeps like ever honestly it's it's odd like you wouldn't think at the beginning of the season this would be the one to do it but it did and uh it's it's it'll be a year kind of well, while it's kind of a boring year for this category it's kind of a, a big history maker for Chloe Zhao in that film
2: yeah it's uh I I feel for really good for her because she's just like I said she's one of the most important filmmakers working right now and she's doing fucking Eternals sure. yeah. later this year which is just bizarre are after her career so far i still can't wrap my head around that but um yeah it's it's no land i feel like this is yeah super super chalky which i feel like may um i think it will also affect the ratings as well rather than just like a lack of general interest but just i think everyone knows it's nomad land and last year like parasites stunned everybody but there were like little like little yeah. seeds of where that could happen where it won a few places and it just doesn't really seem like that's so- Happened with anywhere besides right. winning. So yeah, I, I predicted Parasite last year just because I I
1: just felt it. Um, but yeah, I mean no man land, it's just it's kind of it's kind of done and gotta be honest, I'm excited for it to be over. Uh, I'm kind of sick of talking about no man and trial <laughs> and mank and all these movies, even though I, I like all of them in there, but yeah, this is just no man lands, it's gonna be the like the lowest rated show ever. I have not recommended <laughs> Nomad Land to any of my friends because I know they would think it's boring. It's just kind of one of those years. Um, I'm excited for it to be over. I'm excited for Clover Jao. I'm excited for yeah. Eternals. And we've been talking about it for like <laughs> exactly. 16 months too. It's just, it's so many different things some coming together. It's it just like, I just kind of like if Nomadland yeah. does win, then it's like maybe the academy like is showing signs that it's like changing, like that it's like diversity push is like showing, maybe. Maybe I'm being too optimistic because Green Book was still only a few years ago, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so though. I think there are seeds of a lot yeah. of really good things happening for the future. Like, I don't think Nomadland wins even two years ago. I don't even yeah, think probably. it's really in the discussion, but it seemed like this was even before things were pushed back. It seems like this was like a front yeah. runner in a lot of ways. I do feel bad so, for Aaron Sorkin. Um I think it's it. Yeah.
1: I don't. It's <laughs> fine. I like Aaron Sorkin, Chicago <laughs> Seven. I like, but I can understand it. But just stick to like the social network, Steve Jobs, Moneyball. <laughs> Those are all so good.
2: Yeah. Oh, fucking Moneyball. So We're just good. going to a Moneyball. I think I like right Steve Jobs great. like
1: more than like any human on the planet. That movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, it's not like, I mean, I like Trial too. Like, I think Nick's got to be the lowest he's just a damn good writer it's a good movie i like it it's a good movie but it's not like something i'm jumping up and down for
1: it would be boring if it won
0: yeah
2: (laughs) it's just not a good movie sorry guys um kind of
0: oscars oscars (laughs) are a holder while a lot of the categories are probably pretty locked i think the quality of movies considering what happened last year is pretty good Mm -hmm. i think you can be pretty pleased with this i mean it's the year the indie for sure compared to other years like there's no Forty Ferrari, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nineteen seventeen. There's nothing like that, but it's it's still a year, in my opinion, that had a lot of quality films, and I'm I'm pretty happy with how it turned out, despite everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like seven out of these movies quite a bit, like like very very much, and that's, I think that's more than the last few years. Yeah, so. yeah he really hit, he like really dislikes trial. Man. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's fine it's a courtroom <laughs> drama written by aaron sorkin so it's kind of hard for me not to like it but i, I get it aaron sorkin's yeah. like my favorite um, writer.
2: just just get eddie redmayne out of my face i'm sorry That's true. he has michael <laughs> no, king's <yeah>. oscar
0: <laughs> uh, um but yeah i mean that's that's our episode we'll be back next week talking reactions to a lot of these hopefully there's some fireworks i think Um, i need some some categories we might see yeah we might see some upsets i mean maybe you look at original screenplay or adapted editing you look at something like that actress is going to be fun to talk about um actor i mean who knows i hope it's 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 standard but i mean it could be it could be the whole talk of next week right actor could be like the thing that kills the oscars maybe
2: (laughs) yeah yeah over the moon best animated feature i'm asian and nope
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's reaching. uh but yeah anyways uh film drunk i want to thank you for joining and we'll see you again next week and hopefully obviously from here on out
1: yep thanks for thanks for having me
0: certainly and uh, nick it's been a great season and we're uh, we're one episode away
2: yeah we're almost here also i just love how you called john film drunk this entire time plug. it's really funny to me but yeah it's a, plug. Yeah, it, lo- it's a, a way to here. like plug into youtube <laughs> so people can go check yeah, that it's out true, right it is
0: exactly um but yeah so as always you can check out our content on moviebabble.com we got the youtube facebook twitter everything there so check that out and we will be back next week talking oscar winners thanks again guys for coming on uh keep watching movies Let's go